Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to Ben Jarofsky, Beyond the Column. This is a week. <laughs> okay, well, what's so funny about that? He started laughing. I wasn't going to laugh. With Ben Jarofsky on buckets. <laughs> he, he laughed, and that made me laugh. It's like back in high school. <laughs> it kind of had the sound of Michigan Avenue on a Saturday night. Somehow. Yeah. It's cool. I like it. This is a weekly podcast where we step inside the writer's mind and learn a little more about the latest column written by, well, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. What a coincidence. I know, right? That's correct. Benny J, it's about 5.30 p.m. February uh, 28th. We just finished a full show and a Benny J bonus interview. How are we feeling right now? Feeling good, baby. Come on. Took uh, some cocaine. I'm ready okay. to rock and roll. No, just Stop kidding, it. everybody. Did I did not take cocaine. <laughs> people already think you wear a MAGA hat on the show. And now people are letting people know you. That's not, I didn't not do lately. it. Never even taking cocaine. Hey, and, happy anniversary, by the way. Guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes, and we have a special guest joining us today. Kenneth Davis. Dove That's correct. Your, yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Where, where have you been, Muller? Up by Ken. Hey. Oh, the Mueller report. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. you read it yet? <clears throat> I, I know. Well, I haven't start had a working. chance. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read the comic book version. <laughs> now, of course, this podcast would not be possible without the Chicago Reader. If you haven't yet, you should check out this week's latest edition. It's free to the public. You can find one all throughout the city, and it's online at chicagoreader.com. Up-to-date concert and event listings, local performance reviews and previews, where to eat, where to shop, and new in 2020, everything you need to know about legal recreational marijuana, and of course, free-minded independent journalism from real Chicagoans like Maya Duke Masava and that feller sitting right next to me, Benny J. Ben Jarofsky. Benny <laughs> if it's going on in Chicago, trust me, it's in the Chicago Reader. And what the hell, it's free. Go find one and read it as soon as you're done listening to this. And don't forget, chicagoreader.com, bookmark it. You will love it. All Wait, right, hold on. Download, free, download, download. As in F-R-E-E? Yes, F-R-E-E. As, and that means you don't have to pay for it? Yes. Whoa! I love that. Content wants to be free. <laughs> Content wants to be swimming upstream. <laughs> All right, Ben, your latest column is out on newsstands and at chicagoreader.com. And it's titled, Who's Next? Burke Madigan? Mm. Below the headline is a picture of former Illinois Governor Rob Lagojevich. Ben, Ken Davis, help us out here. Tell us all about your latest work. What was the inspiration? Well, the inspiration was uh, Rob Lagojevich, former Governor Lagojevich's incredible performance from the moment he was released from federal prison uh, in Denver until... You mean from his political prison? Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry, his political prison, because he was a political prisoner in Colorado, not Denver, uh, to the moment he had that press conference outside his home. Uh, in Ravenswood Manor in Chicago. And I, I, I just followed this with just 
various levels of amazement, awe, disbelief, wonderment, uh, many levels. Uh, we, we were here on the show live, uh, as I recall, uh, Justin Horowitz was in the studio, political strategist Justin Horowitz, and we immediately, we all agreed that Blago was going to turn this into a commercial for Donald John Trump. <laughs> uh, I, I put out there that I wouldn't be surprised if part of the deal was that Blago would be become a promoter of Trump. That was part of the agreement. Uh, whether or not he actually made that agreement, he came through a big time. So I just had a lot of fun with this one, D, because uh, first of all, I believe that Blago should have been released. I felt that eight years was more than enough. So just from a humanitarian standpoint or a compassion standpoint or what's good for criminal justice, too much is too much. We shouldn't be paying for this guy's incarceration. There's greater use of his life, whatever. Let him go. But I do not in any way believe that compassion or uh, caring for the Bogoyevich family or the need to have criminal justice reform was the impetus, the motivation uh, for Donald Trump to release Rob Bogoyevich. I just uh, want to kill that idea at the outset. And so I listed my reasons why uh, I thought uh, Blagojevich, would, why Trump released Blagojevich. Yeah, I remember the news broke on a Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, he gave the press conference. Uh, for those who haven't heard any of it, here's just a little bit of that press conference. Oh, no, you're not going to play that again, are you? <laughs> So again, on behalf of Patty and Amy and Annie and me, we want to again express our, our deepest gratitude to President Trump. Like I said, as a Republican president and a Democratic governor, he didn't have to do this. But President Trump is not a typical politician. Uh, right. He's tough. He's outspoken. He gets things done. He's a problem solver in a business where too many politicians don't want to solve problems. All they want to do is play politics and get nothing done for the people. All right, you get the point. All right, all they want to do is play politics. This was a totally political deal. This was <laughs> politics being played. You were released because they knew you would say exactly what you said. It was totally political. You're a pawn. You're, you're right, you're a pawn. But I have to say this. I made this point, Ken, in the, in the column, and I think you would appreciate this. My wife and I were watching the footage of Bogoyevich. We couldn't hear the sound when he was in the airport in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And how good he looked. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, God damn, yeah. man. Like so he the, had a couple of days notice that he could get his hair in place and stuff, right? Yeah. Or more like the last eight years mm -hmm. he was at Canyon Ranch right. Spa <laughs> as opposed to the federal penitentiary. All right. right. The guy looked right. great. Mm -hmm. He hadn't lost a, a step. Mm -hmm. He was still just flawlessly, just seamlessly articulating whatever he wanted to say. I'm yeah. like, God yeah. damn, this yeah. guy is yeah. good. And yeah. I liken that only an old guy like you would appreciate this. I've seen How the movie 400 times, The Great Escape, one of the great <laughs> movies of the 60s. There was uh, Steve McQueen played mm -hmm. a character. I don't know if you remember this. He was a, a, a prisoner of war. And they, he would always do stuff to get him in trouble with the Germans. Mm -hmm. They would throw him in the cooler. Mm -hmm. Okay, he could be in the cooler, which was you know solitary yeah, confinement. It yeah. was like a box or whatever. For a week, mm -hmm. he'd come out. He wouldn't need to shave. He'd yeah, looking good. Yeah, That's like... Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking that McGor that Blagorvich has a lot in common with John McCain. They're both political prisoners, and they, you know they both <laughs> suffered a lot, and uh, then they went on to public service afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rob Blagorvich, that was a joke by <laughs> was Kendall. A, okay. has, that was a joke. Just yeah. let's clarify that he was joking. Okay. That was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so I had a lot of fun with this one, and then I took it one step further. I said, well, you know, if. Donald Trump is going to be in the business of liberating Democratic 
politicians <laughs> who go to federal prison uh, who get see. in trouble. Why stop with Rob Lukoyevich? <laughs> Ed Burke, his old property tax lawyer, is facing yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Let's just pardon him right now. Michael Joseph Madigan is uh -huh. under yeah, investigation. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just saying, let's just. And then I had this image of all of them on stage <laughs> with MAGA hats <laughs> cheering on Trump. Uh, so anyway, I had a lot of fun with this column. Yeah, yeah. Well, he said he's a Trumpocrat. What are your thoughts on that? Well, this is part of the deal. And and the hope is. I see a blue MAGA hat. Yeah, you know blue. I mean? uh, no, it has to be red. And uh, this is part of the deal. This is part of uh, Trump's appeal. Uh, essentially, I think it's an appeal to black voters, although like, why Rob Blagojevich would have any traction there, right, um, right. but to present him as an advocate for criminal justice reform, uh, to use a, a few select cases like Alice Marie Johnson, the uh, woman that Trump, uh, whose sentence she commuted in uh, Tennessee, mm -hmm. and Rob Blagojevich, and then they would become cheerleaders for Trump on the campaign trail. And Donald Trump, it's a very cynical bit of political mathematics. If he can get 2% more black voters to vote for him, that mm -hmm. may be the 2% he needs to win Wisconsin or mm -hmm. Michigan or right. Pennsylvania. Or if he can get 2% not to vote at all, mm -hmm. that helps as well. Well, let's keep in mind that Donald John Trump never does anything that isn't in service to himself and, and absolutely focuses on what his needs are. So... Somehow or other, a calculation was made that, that this Blagojevich guy could be helpful to them in some way. And it wasn't that it would, uh, you know, boost his votes in Cook County or anything like that. It was something much bigger and broader. And that's what it is. It's a Democratic governor who is appreciating the fact that Donald Trump is actually this guy who, as he said in the script they handed him <laughs> on the airplane... <laughs> He's a guy who gets things done, right? Yeah, That's the message. By the way, a man even more cynical than I am. I didn't even think I had to give him the script. I think he was ready to say it. My favorite part of the story, as I said, uh, Ken, I've been saying this for a long time, is how Donald Trump has cut the Illinois Republican Party off at the knees. The poster boy that the Illinois Republican Party has been holding up to symbolize the dysfunction and corruption of democratic politics has been Rod Blagojevich. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. try to put Rod Blagojevich's yeah. head That's on so J.B. Pritzker mm -hmm. when Pritzker was running because of those tapes. And that was when first Trump started mumbling about how he might commute the sentence. Mm -hmm. Cut him off at the knees yeah. because all the MAGA hat wearers are suddenly saying, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Blagojevich is, was erroneously jailed mm -hmm. by the same... Uh, deep state operatives were going after our beloved leader. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, I love that my favorite is the Tribune editorial writers trying to figure out a way to criticize Donald Trump. I mean, criticize Rob Blagojevich without mentioning that it was Donald Trump who let him go. You would think that Blagojevich sprung himself. He was like Clint Eastwood and escaped from Alcatraz, you know? So, uh... Anyway, two mentions of Escape from Alcatraz in <laughs> one broadcast. Uh, actually, no, the first one was The Great Escape. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. yes. Correct. Oh, uh, I stand two totally corrected. Two separately movies. Yes. One came out in 79. The other came out, I believe, in 60. April of 60. Yeah. <laughs> wow, no, that? I don't know. I was, did you ever I'm watch The Great Escape? I'm sure I, yes, I know that I did, but I was very young at the time and I've never seen it oh, since. Oh, my God. So. I just thought about a couple of years ago i love the good i know escape. you did yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a lot of issues yeah. i'm uh, yeah. crying for help dude. and, yeah, and so. it seems like you were swallowing your pride here a bit in your column you started it off with it's not often that i praise donald trump 
But recent circumstances forced me to do just that. Say so, what you will about Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, bravo, Mr. President. Your release of former Illinois Governor Rob Lagojevich from federal prison is one of the most spectacularly brazen acts of shameless chutzpah I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. And you've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. Because <laughs> you've been around. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. And I'm going to pose the question to Ken Davis. Uh, we've talked about it here on the show. Uh, Ken Davis, true or false? Coming to a Donald Trump rally near you, Rob Lagojevich. Oh, 100%. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, I, yeah, I, I, think, I think all of these are, are just parts of the contract. You know, he had, he had to sign an NDA. What do you know what's the matter? He had to sign an NDA. He had about a 20-page contract that he had to sign, and one of them, and he has to do six of these rallies before November. And did Michael Cohen And they have to be in contract? blue states. Oh, wait, yeah, Michael Cohen's in the federal pen. Sorry, <laughs> no, different he lawyer. He was busy. <laughs> he was busy. Uh, so, yeah. Maybe it was Michael Avenatti or something. Yeah. Absolutely, Rob Agoyevich will be appearing uh, oh. at a Trump rally. Oh, my and, God, uh, yes. Yeah. With uh, Alice Marie Johnson and uh, any anybody else who could be remotely uh, dragged out there claiming that uh, Trump yeah, stands for criminal yeah, justice reform. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, all right. And uh, let's see here. So we oh, you got comments here on the page as well. I'm sure we won't read those. No, though. because they're usually trashing me. <laughs> 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 Try not to read the comments. This is this is a boy. Is this a strong? Uh, digression from the what is it about you in comments i mean i for i for 25 years you've had this little cadre of like about eight or ten people who just rip you every time you write anything well um i guess they just feel strongly and passionately about what i write one way or the other this is actually kind of funny you you got a comment from uh this is the username donald trump 2020 greater than great it says thank you for the kudos ben your maga hats in the mail <laughs> this is for Real. Right you are. Compassion is not a Trump thing. Winning is. <laughs> it's all about winning. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, I remember back in the days of Daily, uh, there were, there were staffers uh, who I think their job was to write comments on there. So anyway, it's all good. They're reading. They're all right. The readers are always correct, eh? so, as are the listeners. So the column's been out for a few days. How you feeling about it? Are you pretty proud of this work? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty, pretty. <laughs> He's been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Have you made it to season two yet? No, because I've been, I told you I got season sidetracked. Season two? <laughs> yeah. It's There's like 81 seasons. <laughs> well, uh, it's a long story, but uh, yeah. I started watching season one about a month ago. And, oh, this is great stuff. It came out in 2000. The people should know about Yeah, people show. should know right, about it. Right, oh, right. I'm saying it's a long story, but it's really not. He has no access to modern technology. That's really. what it is, right. He's too cheap to buy HBO. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. exactly yeah. the point. Yeah. But I've been uh, distracted by Hunters, which I'm utterly obsessed with. I so I, so okay. I've not been watching. Uh, the, I've only seen the first five episodes, I think. of. So uh, wait till you see episode one of the latest series, the, late, the latest. Uh, what, with the MAGA hat? Yeah, with the MAGA hat. Oh, we've, I've talked about that. Oh, yeah, no, I. It's uh, hilarious. Yeah, no, I, I've heard so much about it. I really should watch. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, you know. But here's the other thing I say this all the time. I watch a lot of Larry David's stuff did netflix YouTube. send you a dvd in the mail of this is that how you got season uh, one? no oh. uh offers for reasons <laughs> i will never fathom out of nowhere amazon prime just dropped the first season <laughs> on, i'm okay. like oh my god Kirby, i've never seen this yeah. show i think so, i'll watch that yeah, yeah. it's yeah. year one they still have, they don't have cell phones they no. have like you know it's it's such an incredible sort of a like time capsule of america it's just really wonderful well, maybe next week we'll do a podcast called uh curb your enthusiasm Enthusiasm season one in review 20 years too late by Ben Jarofsky. <laughs> uh.
Same thing happened with Sopranos, if that you recall. That would be a great podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. a perfect podcast. It's just like reviewing a, just a reviewing show that's 20 season. years old, <laughs> 20 years too late with Ben Jarowski. Yeah. And, but it could be no spoiler alerts because everybody's already seen it. No. no. Yeah. All right. So that's the latest column yeah. from Ben Jarowski. Who's next? Burke? <laughs> Madigan? If you've yet to read it, go do it at chicagoreader.com. It's available at newsstands. All across the city of Chicago. All right, so now it's time for my favorite uh, portion of this seg- of this uh, podcast here, because it turns out Ben Jarofsky has been writing columns for the readers since 1984. Holy cow, that's a long time. It's time it's like years before even Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, started. years. I was, <laughs> was a before baby. Seinfeld. Before Seinfeld. Before I was a baby. You weren't even born. I yet. was born December 31st, 1983, the last day of 1983. Okay, so. so you were going cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was great impression. Yeah. Baby Dennis. <laughs> All right. So it's time to read a column from Ben Jarofsky past. This week, we're talking about a Ben Jarofsky column from March 3rd. 2015. Ben, if you can recall, yeah, what was going on back in March of 2015 that you can remember? Oh my God, I was right. We were on the eve. We were in the eve of Rom's re-election, and that would have been in April. And was this the column where I had a fight with the Rom people that came to my door, and we ended up? They, I told them if they didn't leave my porch, I would call the police. Leave the house. Yes, yeah, I wrote a column about this, but it's not. We're gonna find out. Ken Davis is gonna is gonna recite it. And uh, we're going to talk about Recited? that column from Twitter. Remember, you, I, I sent you the link to the, oh, to the oh, story. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. moments in radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on here while I All pull right, it so, up. But okay. While, while All we right. do that, I'll, I'll cue everybody up or uh, remind everybody what was going on back in March of 2015. The number one movie in the box office, March 3rd, 2015, was a movie called Focus. That's correct. Focus. Do you remember Focus, Ben? Focus, Ben. Focus. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was Bruce Rauner. No, He's been told uh, that all his life. Focus, no. Ben. Wait, focus. what was Focus? Focus is a 2015 American romantic crime comedy drama starring Will Smith and Margot Robbie. The film was released on February 27th, 2015 and rece- received mixed reviews from critics, but was a success at the box office, wow. grossing a total of $159 million Ooh. of its $50 million budget. I don't remember this movie uh, at all. I don't remember it. Mm-mm. Ken, you big Focus fan? Mm. <laughs> no, in in both senses. No, I can't. <laughs> the number one song. What? The, no, the, number one, the number one song, March 3rd, 2015. Oh, Ben loves this one. Uptown Funk. Oh, yeah. Uptown Funk. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Yeah. Come on, man. Okay, he knew a song Wait, after 1979. That was already five years old? Yeah. God dang. <laughs> the top two selling albums for the week of March 3rd, 2015. Uh, if you're reading this, it's too late by Drake. Oh, I love Drake. I know you do. Yeah. And Smoke and Mirrors by Imagine Dragons. Never heard of them. Uh, that's what we were waiting for. That's what we were waiting for. The number one selling book on the week of March 3rd, 2015. Turns out this was number one all the way until uh, late April. Uh, the Girl on the Train by oh, Paula Hawkins. Read the book, saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, what was your a quick, a quick little review of that? Uh, no... Don't take this the wrong way, Paul. I was not a big fan of the book. Uh, thought it was overdone. She kept hammering away at the same conceit. So uh, I was more, it was Gone Girl. This was like, there was an influx of books with girls in the title, and there were mysteries. I don't know if you ever read Gone Girl, which is the, the top one in that genre. So this one was like, eh, I really feel. It. I don't know. I know the reason why I watched the movie was because I was on an airplane and, and I saw it. So. Well, actually, I, I booked an interview with Paula Hawkins. Let me <laughs> well, check my email the- real quick. Oh, she canceled. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. 
There with the Paula Hawkins interview. Damn. Just book my old poker player, uh, you know, Greg Hines. I'm okay. sure he'll come well, on. I have him booked, so don't make any poker jokes and we can have him on next Did week. Did I tell you he was a terrible poker player? Oh, and there with the <laughs> Hines interview again. All right, and uh, let's see. It was a very warm March 3rd, 2015 in Chicago. Partly cloudy with a high of 48 degrees. What do you know? No, it was a nice day. I remember fighting with the Rom precinct captain. Yeah, it was a nice day. The yeah. president was Barack Obama, and of course our mayor was one Rahm Emanuel. Take a chill pill, man. All right. <laughs> now let's talk about your work from March 3rd, 2015. This column is titled... As he seeks Wilson's runoff endorsement, Mayor Rahm Emanuel has the willies. Do you remember this pin? No. <laughs> Below is a picture of our former Mayor Rahm Emanuel shaking yeah. hands with former Chicago mayoral candidate and entrepreneur Willie Wilson. Well, good friend of this show. Willie Wilson's been on many times. And now Ken Davis will remind you of what was going on. At Last Tuesday's mayoral election. So this was... Uh, this was after the first election. Right. Right. Okay. So it was Ron was in the runoff with Chewy. Right. Go ahead. Last Tuesday's mayoral election was barely over before I started hearing rumors about Governor Bruce Rauner trying to talk third place finisher Willie Wilson into endorsing Rahm Emanuel. Call it a sign of how desperate Mayor Emanuel must have been feeling as he faces the unimaginable. An April 7th runoff against Cook County Commissioner Jesus Chewy Garcia. Apparently, columnist Michael Sneed was hearing the same reports because over the weekend, the Sun-Times splashed her exclusive about the Rauner-Rom Wilson negotiations on page one under the beautiful headline, Governor Triangle. Lord, I love the bright one. So some things never change. Some things never change. Okay, let's run through the cast of characters. You want to continue? Uh, Should he continue? Uh, Anything you'd like to say on that uh, portion that Ken read? Uh, You know, I'm seeing Ken and I'm... I gotta say, I don't remember any of this. You you sure you didn't write this and just made this up? No, no, no. If I was gonna write this, I could write something funnier. Uh, (laughs) You don't remember any of this? No, I kind of remember. It's I vaguely remember. It's only five years ago. uh, Yeah, (laughs) lots happened since then. A lot has Uh, happened. Yeah, a lot has happened since. To be fair, it's funny. You know, the last time we did this, we were talking about a column I wrote regarding an an automatic election in 1995. I had a stronger memory of that column yeah. than I do of this column. But I do love the Lord, I love the bright one. <laughs> Some things have never changed. I just got a great idea. Let's have a new segment on the Ben Jarofsky show called Write a Ben Jarofsky Column. <laughs> and we could like we could have everybody write I'm writing it down. Yeah. Write a column that Ben would have written that we could put on this segment and he wouldn't know no. that he hadn't written. Okay. I'm still yeah. not convinced I wrote this one. Let's, let's, <laughs> a, a column from like nineteen eighty nine or something, right? Yeah. And the and the one that he the one that fools him the best wins a nice okay. big prize. Okay. I, I think you may have fooled me on this one. Set of steak knives. All right, yeah. just get the, the next paragraph and then For I'll the know. record, Mayor Emanuel is trying to win over liberal voters by saying that he's the only one with the muscle to defy Governor Rauner and the governor should raise taxes on rich people before cutting the budget. As the mayor recently told reporters, if you're going to look for major reforms and find savings, I suggest you look at the tax code where there's a bunch of corporate giveaways and corporate loopholes. Of course, Emmanuel was signing a much different, singing a much different tune back in 2011 when he enthusiastically endorsed the state's massive tax giveaway to the Chicago Mercantile Exchange the mayor called that tax reform. Oh, man, now I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> Only, okay, can I just say something? Oh. This is part of my dysfunction. Only I would remember that it's like I walk around 
oh, you said this now? <laughs> 10 years ago, you said this. It's all this like story has been running forever and ever. Yeah, but it's yeah. like particularly it was the case with Rom. He would say something, you know, Rom would change his tune every day uh, for whatever fit every need he had. So you're right. I'll be like, oh, you say this now? What about then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway. All right, enough of this. Yeah. <laughs> enough of this. Oh, glad you like this uh, little thing we're doing. Enough so this of was, this. This was a 10-minute segment, you said, right? No, yeah. no. This is uh, just warming up. Oh. Yeah, well, this is, we've been going about 25 minutes. Yeah. I thought you said we're going to do 10 minutes. Yeah, that's what he oh. said. <laughs> oh, that's what Ben said. Oh, wow. Think I run this show? Yeah. From the guy who said, quote, enough of this. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, he wanted to go 10 minutes. No, no, no. It's all do, you, do you turn in, like, 5,000-word columns, and then they have to edit them? No. Down? No. I'm, I've got it down to a science, so uh, each column is in the 900s. Oh, okay. And uh, in the old days, uh, when the reader was voluminous, yeah. just pages and pages, it was over 2,000. So I've gradually wow. cut it down, I know. Wow. Mm -hmm. More than and, half. Yeah, more than half. And Are uh, you yeah. a better writer because of it? Uh, Quasi-serious question there. Yeah, that caught me off guard. Uh, I don't know if I'm a better writer. Uh, I am a, a more... Um, what's that? What, there's that movie, uh, Kill Your Children. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Kill Your Children. Oh, Lord, thank God. I'm glad you haven't seen that, that movie. I your I'm, question reminded me of Kill Your Children. Well, I, I, you'll see why. In Kill Your Children, follow me on this, okay, it's I'm the story of Allen Ginsberg. And Allen Ginsberg's advice to writers is don't fall in love with what you write. Mm -hmm. uh, edit yourself. Mm -hmm. Kill your children. In other words, you okay. come up with yeah, some phrase yeah, that yeah. you really love and mm -hmm. you love it, uh-uh, mm -hmm. kill it. Mm -hmm. So I think it uh, has forced me to be a better editor. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm a better writer, yeah, yeah. better editor. So I, the, the initial draft is at least 700 words longer than the final draft, and I just Is chop. it really? Because wow. I, I put every joke I yeah, can think yeah, of in yeah, there, yeah. and then I have to take them out. Yeah. Oh, I'll use this one sooner yeah. or later. Or maybe I did this one already. Mm -hmm. and, anyway. well, I was interested in talking to people who write and how they write. It's, it's just a fascinating thing. So, yeah. Well, every day I write uh, my opening bit for this show. Yeah. And the reality, it's pure genius coming out of my head and then I have to say I can't read my writing so then I start a common theme on the Ben Jarofsky show D D I've I never met anybody who writes something down and can't read it can't read it D can't read it but, but the, the best part about it Dennis is that it was sheer genius <laughs> yes. if only you yes. could have heard it yeah. but I will say this. Here's the difference between having to read something you wrote and you can't read as opposed to read something, uh, to type up something you wrote and you can't read. When you're typing it, you can kind of recreate it. It doesn't mm -hmm. really matter. And then you can polish and smooth it. When you're doing it live yeah, and you're talking, you're like... <laughs> anyway, well, so, see, isn't that fun? Where we get into the yeah. mind of Ben Jarofsky yeah. and go beyond the column, huh? And we've looked into the mind of Ben Jarofsky, and it's really scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's you full. Just of, kill it's, it's like it's like a giant outdoor movie. Scene, yeah. Scene, yeah, I've quoted three movies <laughs> in the course of this one show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can so, you name three movies? Let's see. Short-term memory is the first thing to go. Carousel. Can, <laughs> can you do it? What? The name Music the, Man. Name the three movies that I've made reference oh. to. Oh, oh wow. wow. Kill your children. One. Uh, Focus. No, you no, made reference no, to that. Focus, my no. my short term memory. No, it, was years. The, it was the two that we got confused, whatever it was, but I don't remember what they were. Great Escape, starring Great Steve McQueen, and Escape, and Escape from, from Alcatraz, New... starring Clint Eastwood. And Escape from New York. Well, we're going to escape out of Kurt this Russell. podcast episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. This is another Beyond the Column Bye, with everybody. Ben Jarofsky uh, and young Kenneth Davis. And. 
Very young, Kenneth Davis. Goodbye, everybody.